and currently we have 52 degrees in Bedford and Lynchburg, 55 in Roanoke and Salem, 54 in Danville, 50 in Amherst, and 53 in Appomattox. 706 here on the Morning Jam. We'll have some life hacks for you coming up. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, yeah, you we do did. this, uh, not that you have enough to do, <laughs> but you produce and, and do a show with Glenn Balblitz. Yeah. On Sundays, it comes on at 8 o'clock. I get to listen to it. Right. You know, getting ready for church and stuff. And so, and I know you get a lot of good feedback. It's also converted into a podcast. Right. As well. So if you don't get a chance to listen to it, you can always go back. Is it on SoundCloud? Is that where It's you're... on SoundCloud, but it's also on uh, Spotify. Spotify. Okay. Uh, and, and if you, you can go on Facebook and you can look up uh, Sustainable Living with Glenn Boblitz and you can join that group. Yeah. And you actually get a sneak peek. Oh, okay. At, of what's going to happen? Yeah, on on Friday, you Got get a it. sneak peek if you're a part of that group, so you can you can do that. So, what's the topic this week? Well, this week, um, Glenn is talking about um, solar flares mm-hmm. and EMPs and how do you protect yourself from those things. Uh, that comes just as this headline is coming to us: Solar superstorm could wipe out the internet for weeks, maybe even months. Mm scientists say wow uh so the internet is it has come of age at a time when the sun has been relatively quiet yes said a professor at george mason university and we know it's more active mm-hmm. right now and we've already had some solar flares as a matter of fact there was a uh glenn has a friend who had an episode at his machine shop that right. totally took out his laser right machine. yeah expensive machine yeah Tens of thousands of dollars. Right. And it took him weeks to even get it back up Mm -hmm. and running. And they think that's what that was, was a solar flare. Right. Um, Apparently, there is a project going on right now that they're trying to create an early warning system. Uh, There have been a lot of solar flares. Flares are when the sun brightens. We see the radiation that's kind of a muzzle flash. And then the cannon shots as the coronal mass ejection, CME, so we see the flash, and then it can go off in some random direction, mm-hmm. but we can tell when they're actually going to head towards Earth, and that will give about 18 hours of warning, maybe 24, before they actually get to Earth and start messing with our magnetic field. Yeah. Large blobs of plasma, or superheated uh, matter, fly through space, and it distorts the field. That third prong on the electric plug, which usually gives... Uh, excess electrical charge is a safe place to go. Yeah, the ground, uh, yeah. Becomes like a big electrical circuit. Yikes. And then you get this insidious thing where you can actually get current from the ground. So everyone thinks my computer's grounded, I'm okay. But in an event like this... But it's the opposite. You drive inductive currents to the surface of the earth, it works backwards. Yep. And you fry things that you thought were safe. Mm Mm-hmm. So the power grid, satellites, underground optic table uh, with copper sheaths, navigation, GPS systems, radio transmitters, communications equipment, all vulnerable. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that covers Think about that. everything. Right. And, and, and before people start saying... It's global warming. Right, this right. Is it. Well, that's what I was thinking. They're going to blame it on climate change. All right. It happened in 1859. Okay. So... Let, let's just be realistic. Right. There I, was not much global warming in 1859. Not too I'm much. I'm aware of it. Uh, it actually took out the telegraph system. Oh, okay. Yeah. 
some operators got electrocuted. Oh, my gosh. Because wow. the wires ended up carrying high voltage, which uh, they were never supposed to do. Right. But the magnetic field variations were so strong, it almost became a generator system and drove those currents down the telegraph wires. Wow. So heavy-duty wires of the telegraph were robust compared to the electronics of today. They were actually more robust than what we have now. Right. So if you lay that on top of the internet, which is very delicate, you're talking about something that could really fry the system for several weeks up to months in terms of the time it would take to repair all the infrastructure. So no internet. That means your phone is worthless. Your phone is worthless. Most of us don't have landlines. Mm -hmm. could very easily take out radio stations. Um, It could take out all your electronics. Yeah. All of it. Have, so you've you've got the the article up, and I was looking at because you forwarded it to me that those solar flares, I've seen them before, but the the technology is so much better now mm-hmm. to be able to see it. Right. I mean, it's the sun. It's it's a miracle that the, the it just sun looks even like lava. exists. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's just like it's it's like blowing smoke. Like you're inhaling, you blow out the smoke. Mm-hmm. These flares just go out. Right. And then they travel and they screw up the magnetic field. And and like you said, satellites, there could be a, a literal mm-hmm. blackout. Right. So. But here's the good news. You want to hear the good news? Uh, yes, I do. There is good news. I, I do. Um, they are working on a warning system mm-hmm. uh, that sets the clock ticking for possible magnetic field disruption 18 to 24 hours. So you could get everything unplugged. Well, but you need to do more than uh, unplug it Uh and you really, if you're interested in this kind of thing, you really need to listen to listen, Glenn's show. Listen on Sunday. Um, yeah. But you can take transformers offline from the grid so they don't fry. Okay. Um, so there's things you can do to mitigate it. And then more long term, you're talking about, you know, we need to harden the Internet. Yeah, sure. And that's an economic challenge because it's, you know, like an insurance policy. You may not need it, but you may need it. Mm-hmm. And it would cost trillions to really harden the system. And we don't have trillions. Right. And he said most elect, uh, most corporations don't have the economic incentive to harden their system at this point, mm-hmm. which could be so, a problem. So it'll be reactionary. Right. And and let's let's just take it to another step. And I'm, I'm imagining you and Glenn probably do this. But, you know, everything runs on Internet and mm-hmm. communications. Mm-hmm. You go to the Kroger store. Right. You scan all that stuff would be. And when it goes down, they look at you like, "What? I, I how are you? How are you purchased? If we buy everything with plastic, which right. takes electronics and communications, mm-hmm. that would all be kaputs. Do you have a month, month's worth of food that right. you can access? Yeah. Do you? Do you have water? Right. I mean, I'm not talking. And 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 God forbid, you're not going to be able to buy gas. Right. The pumps aren't going right. to work. Right. Exactly. Yeah. God forbid that that. Um, you know, I'm just I'm just thinking about all the implications. It's just mind blowing. Yeah. Because we are so dependent on the internet and communication systems to be up and running. Well, and then we also talk on Sunday show about EMPs, which could be a well, very see, that's real a thing. Man made mess, right. right there. Exactly. Um, but depending on what parts of the world the solar flares impact, mm-hmm. that would make that part of the world so vulnerable. Sure. To to enemy. Hmm. Um. They are fairly common, and they're pretty weak, but they are getting stronger. We're kind of heading into that cycle. That's what Glenn was saying. Right. 
Um, but there are a lot of things that you can do. We, and we talked about uh, unplugging your electronic devices. You can even now that he talks about Faraday cages that you can make, you can buy that will genuinely protect things, not just from solar flares, but from EMPs. Okay. There are even bags like that the military use for things like that that right. you can purchase okay. online. Um, but they say even putting your electronics unplugged in a cardboard box and wrapping them with foil uh, might protect them mm-hmm. uh, and can safely uh, make it to where they're dissipated to the ground. Um, some people use chicken wire. I've seen things with chicken wire. And, right. and it's a, a Faraday cage, F-A-R-A-D-A-Y cage is what it's called. Interesting. But if there are certain electronic devices that you want to keep safe, he even recommended having something like that and then having like an extra phone, like a burner phone Mm -hmm. in there. Of course, if we get solar flares and everything goes down, it's not going to matter. Right. Right. Yeah. If the grid. Man, I need a. I'm going to have to get me a landline back. I haven't had a landline in 20 years. (laughs) Uh, Well. Yeah. I don't know. I got you. I don't know. All right. 866-916-3776. You're on a morning jam. Good morning. Hello. 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 Okay. Yep. I don't know. Once. Can't hear us. Twice. Three strikes. You're out. At the old ball game. All right. We'll be back. No ball games either. No. We'll be back with some. uh, like. With some. uh, Life hacks. Life hacks? Yep. We'll have them. Life hacks in the queue. Thanks for being here. Don't forget, you know, before you fire up that old uh, coffee maker, make sure you got us on. Before you fire up the coffee maker, turn on the Morning Jam with Janet and Mark on the Virginia Talk Radio Network. The Morning Jam with Janet and Mark on the Virginia Talk Radio Network. How far would you go militarily to hold Iran accountable? I am not going to put our troops in harm's way unless you're willing to defend them with everything you have. We are not just going to sit there and let our service members be sitting ducks. And that's true whether it's the RAN or whether it's any country on the world. Ron DeSantis last night asked about how far would you go? When it comes, and he said, "We, you know, we have to, we have to have a plan. We have to go in and win, and know that we're going to support our people, not leave them out there hanging out to dry, right? Like we do sometimes. Yeah, it's unfortunate. Eight six six nine one six three seven seven six. That's part of the debate last night. Got Alan on the line. Good morning. Oh, hang on a second. What did you do? I, there it is. Well, there it is, but there it isn't. Hold on." All right. A few more buttons to push. What a You know, I got to go through this whole serial thing, you know, where you push 37 buttons to bring a caller online. So uh, there he is. Good morning. Hey, you do a good job, Mark. (laughs) Trying. (laughs) But uh, y'all missed a great sunrise this morning. God, I did himself. But uh, anyway, I get to see that stuff on the truck. But anyway, uh, I watched the debate last night. Well, here's the thing. I watched... uh, I watched pro. I was multitasking. I was watching pro wrestling on TV and watching the debate on my iPad and watching the Trump rally. It's like the Allen Red Zone. <laughs> yeah, 
So I, at one point, I couldn't tell the difference between the wrestling and the uh, debate. I know, right? Weird, but so what's but your anyway, favorite Vivek, moment? Uh, oh man, Vivek lit it up last night. He was definitely my favorite, and uh, I just loved really? everything he, he said and did yes, like yesterday. And and Nikki Haley with TikTok. She's saying she's not on TikTok, but I just looked, and her campaign is on TikTok. So I don't know what she's talking about with this. But, well, maybe personally you know, she's not on. I'm on TikTok. I mean, I just looked at my daughter's uh, Christmas tree that she put on there this morning. But, uh, yeah, don't do you TikTok. Know, and I, <laughs> but, I mean, you know, I, I just thought Vivek uh, made, man, he went after the, the news people. Yeah, we talked about the that. With the Russian collusion thing. And yeah. Just, I mean, he was just on fire last night. Even RFK said that Vivek was on fire on his Twitter. But Vivek uh, is leading. He's uh, he's number one trending on Twitter this morning. So apparently, well, and Megan Kelly. Sadly, he he's not number Twitter. one in the in the polls, though. I mean, he's yeah, really he to, he's really stinking it up in the polls. And needs well, to cross over to the polls to make yeah. a difference. But I mean, he did really well in Candace and. Uh, and um, Megan Kelly both said he did good last night on Twitter, but yeah. I thought he was on fire. I thought he was just oh, he was, way yeah, above he, everybody else. Okay. Yeah, he, he right. definitely. You know. Well, thanks for thanks for calling in. Appreciate the call. What yeah, do you he guys think he, if you watch the debate? He made a lot of noise. I mean, he. I think he's just obnoxious. Just like a little snotty brat. Well, I, I watched uh, coming in this morning. Yeah. I thought it was more headline clips, but it was a podcast that it had already worked. They were, I guess they were commenting live mm-hmm. and they would dip in and out. And uh, man, the one guy was not very kind to uh, old Vivek. I mean, I, I liked him initially right. until he opened his mouth. Right. And really, and I really got to see him talk for long periods of time. And then he just completely turned me off. Right. Um, but he, you know, he likes him. So we'll see if other people, uh, other people like. Yeah, it's got to translate. Maybe they will into uh, the caucus in New Hampshire for it to really make a difference. Right. I mean, Trump's out there, you know, doing his thing. And, I, and he and he's been busted. I mean, he wants to call out other people for saying things that aren't true. He's been busted himself. Yeah. Uh, with some of that, so you know that's a slippery slope for sure. Oh, oh absolutely. Well, it is Thursday. Uh huh. Life, Life hack Thursday on the morning jam. Morning jam. That's what Thursdays are for. I got you a little life hacks that, you know, perhaps make your life easier or make you feel better. Uh, this one minute hack, they say, will change your morning for good. Drink eight to 12 ounces of water with lemon first thing in the morning and stand barefoot, huh? exposing your face to the sun. Water on an empty stomach revs up your metabolism, helps you burn fat more effectively during the day. Hmm. Looking at the sun stimulates your pituitary gland regulating your circadian rhythm how about that i could use some regulation yeah i bet you that still works even after a sun flare yeah well a solar flare yeah, i almost said so. uh snow flare what would a snow flare look I mean, like what else is that? like a so whiteout pandemics and murder hornets and and i know and funguses and right yeah Jeez. and now there's fungus gnats no yes oh gee yeah thank you i was like i don't need that what is a fungus gnat um yeah there is a uh there's an article from the virginia cooperative exchange the end of the world saying you need to be on the lookout for fungus gnats (laughs) that's not a great name that's worse than stink bug (laughs) right a lot Uh, of people say in this area oh really that bugs are swarming their homes 
they come hundreds at a time and try to get inside. Scott Baker with the Virginia Cooperative Exchange says not to worry. They're just a nuisance. Right. They are attracted to light, so they tend to be more noticeable at night. Well, then can you use one of those zappers? They live and reproduce in the soil of potted plants. No. So if you have any in, around your home, you could be bringing them inside. Don't even now. realize it. Mm-hmm. Man. They really need a very moist potting soil. Oh! So if you're, I'm sorry, I'm just reading it. Don't shoot the messenger. Uh, <laughs> so if you're keeping your potted plants, that soil really wet, you're going to have problems. Uh, their life cycle is short, only seven days, but they reproduce fast. Wow. Seven days? Mm-hmm. And they can reproduce within that time? Oh, yeah. Man, that is, that's quite it's a marvel. Like, it's like Monk going through the seven stages of, of mourning. <laughs> right. <laughs> did you ever see that episode? <laughs> I'm sure I did. I did not remember it. Like, no, no, it can't be true. <laughs> yes, it's probably true. Seven days. I'm so angry. Yes, well, that's the way it is. So he goes through, you know. <laughs> All the different. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm going to deny it. And then I'm going to, you know, uh, be angry about it. Well, I know there's stages go. after a divorce, you know, denial, oh, yeah. anger, and all mm-hmm. that. Yeah, yeah same I thing. I work through most of those. He just like, goes through it really, really fast. Still hanging on to a few. So watch your <laughs> <laughs> Just for good measure. I'm not. I'm not. I'm it's not a gone. quitter. <laughs> it is so far behind me. I My rearview mirror won't even pick it up. That's funny. So. That is so funny. Remind me to tell you something off the air. Okay. Oh, um, <laughs> oh I can't so, wait. We yeah. Got four minutes, people. <laughs> That's right. So your potted plants, you need to watch your potted plants. The anxiety is killing me. Be- <laughs> I feel like a gnat. I've only got a day and a half left. <laughs> Wish. A fungus gnat. A I, fungus gnat. You know yeah. what it didn't say? It didn't say why, is, why it's yeah, called why a it's fungus. Call, I want to know why it's called a fungus yeah, gnat. Yeah, me too. Maybe it feeds on fungus. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I could like put that in my toes. Ah! Wait a minute. Okay. All right. No, don't, no, don't no, say no, gross no, 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 no. Don't not, say gross this things. This is not really gross, but sort of, kind of. Okay, then don't H- say it. Have you ever been like, say it anyway. you, you go to like the Bahamas and put your feet in a, in a, in a bowl no, of these fish no. and they no, clean you? No. That is like, what? No. When I was told that, I go, what? Yeah. Are these like little baby piranhas? I don't know. I don't. I, I've seen it. I would yeah. never do it. I would never do that. It would creep me out. It would creep me out. Hey, we do have some good news about your Thanksgiving dinner. Are you ready for that? The prices have, are, have stabilized. <laughs> that's so cute. <laughs> that was, it that's, isn't Friday funny. That's yet. adorable. <laughs> then we all laughed and laughed. Um, the latest data does show that turkey prices are lower. Of course, they were compared to last year. Right. Last year, they were ridiculous. Right. Some of the high. stores, like, they didn't sell them. Right. Because they were so expensive. Yeah. I mean, some of the big turkeys were yeah. crazy high. Sure. Uh, prices uh, for the turkeys lower. Prices for everything else is up. Uh, the Thanksgiving feast for 10 mm-hmm. is 20% more than last year. And it says it'll run you $64. Obviously, you've never had Thanksgiving at my house. <laughs> You're going to spend that much on making desserts. As Bailey says, <laughs> that's Mama's throwdown day. <laughs> that's what she told her boyfriend. Oh, geez. He said, She said, like, we can't oh, miss Thanksgiving. We can't miss it. Guess who's coming for Thanksgiving? That's his throwdown is day. Is he coming for Thanksgiving? I, Bailey says she's coming regardless because, you know, he travels a lot. I know, but if he's coming, I may just show up. Uh, <laughs> he may. I, I don't know. see how big his biceps are. They're pretty big. Yeah. Uh, if you're hosting <laughs> Thanksgiving. He's a wrestler, by the way, people, if you're wondering. 
Yeah. He's a professional wrestler. He's a ginormous yes. professional wrestler. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, if you're hosting Thanksgiving, be open to a potluck, they suggest. Okay. Have everyone contribute. Right. Uh, everyone's excited to show off their famous cookie recipe mm-hmm. uh, or whatever recipe. So invite people to do that. Um, they also suggest you go to uh, couponcabin.com where they have a lot of grocery coupons Mm -hmm. that can help you save on your grocery bill. And there's a very cool app called Flash Food that helps funnel deals to you on items that are near near their best buy date or in surplus at your local grocery stores. That's a good one. Right. So you go into the app, place your order, you can save up to 50% off. Okay. So that's kind of cool. Choose fresh vegetables over canned up. Yeah. Uh, they say, actually, the can's more expensive this year. Okay. And they do say that most stores will be fully stocked this season, unlike last season. Oh, okay. Gotcha. They say another good practice is to shop early, um, and so you're not waiting until Thanksgiving week. I did stock up on my cranberry ginger ale, which my children go through like it's water. Really? Around the holidays. <laughs> I did start on that one. So, yeah, it's uh. a lot. All right, WDBG7's on the way. We'll have more life hacks coming up and uh, more of your thoughts on last night's debate. I'm going to talk about polling a little bit, too. My brother sent me an interesting article. He says, look at the Bill Clinton polling in 1991, and I'm looking at it, and it's it's very interesting. Okay. Because he came, became president in 92. He wasn't polling very well. Oh, interesting. So, okay. 434-248-0704. Who do you think won last night's GOP debate? And currently, we have temperatures in the 50s already. I mean, it's it's going to be warm I love it. today. I just feel like it's schizophrenic. It, it really don't know is. What's going it's, on? We had 26 degrees last week. Well, know. and we're going to have that this weekend. It barely got to 30 by the time the show was it, done. It's going to get down in the 20s. Is it Sunday night? Yeah. So it's going to be cold. Uh, 54 right now in Lynchburg, Bedford. Uh, 56 in Roanoke. 60 in Salem. Hmm. 56 in Danville, 55 in Appomattox, 52 in Amherst. Okay. All right. Well, if you were uh, rolling around uh, West Main Street and Fort Lewis Road, Church Road yesterday and going, why is everything so backed up? There was a multi-car crash yesterday morning in Roanoke County. It was cleared up, but it was backing up traffic before that all happened. Uh, according to the police department, authorities uh, urged drivers to avoid that westbound lane yesterday. And, uh, you know, I, I, and this is how my brain works. I just sort of jump. It was an early morning crash, by the way, around 6.40 a.m. So people making their morning commutes, it got all backed up. There was a, there was a, um, this happened on the border, Janet. Uh, two cars, I believe, were being chased. And then there was an accident. And these cars were just literally packed full of illegal immigrants. Oh, Lord. And I saw the pictures. I've never, and this is honest to God's truth. It turned into a high-speed kind of thing. The two cars collided. I have never seen cars, um, multiple deaths. Did they just explode? Unrecognizable. These vehicles were unrecognizable. Don't you think, though? Just totally. Because we cover a lot of these stories. Mm -hmm. Don't you think, and maybe it's the way the cars are made, that they crumble so much easier now? It, It seems. I mean, these were totally destroyed like you couldn't even tell yeah i mean you could tell it was a, still a vehicle but right. barely 
Yeah. And, and I've just seen like, photos where you didn't know where one started and the other one stopped. Stopped, I mean, right. It was like that. Yeah. Mm, so uh, anyway, you know, just be careful out there, especially in the morning, because the deer are plentiful right now. My gosh, are they plentiful. Mm. Uh, so just be careful as you commute in the morning. And people still probably a week later still trying to adjust to that silly tan, uh, daylight savings time. I'm over it now. Oh, yeah. I mean. It's much easier to get over you know, switching back to the actual time yeah. than going well, into daylight savings time in the spring. A lot easier to go to bed now. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's like, holy. And, and, yeah. and it was like 530 and Carrie goes, oh, my God. I I'm thought ready. it was like it was time to go to bed. Uh, yeah, that's what somebody <laughs> said. Somebody said, how is it that we just went back an hour and, and it went from being dark at 8 to being dark at 530? Right. Somebody's lying. <laughs> right. I don't know what's happening, right. but somebody's not telling the truth. Oh, Lord. Uh, but it is it really is easier uh, yeah. on us, if we're being honest. Uh, so it looks like we have our, our very own Dateline case going on in Bedford County. Oh, boy. Um, the disappearance more than two decades ago of James Slim Walker, uh, Slim's son Bobby, says there's not a day goes by that he doesn't think about his father. Sure. Growing up and when I was in my teenage years, dad was always around. Uh, on the wall of the living room, Bobby's wife painted the words, time stood still, marking the dates and time their children were born. But for Bobby, time also stopped when his dad disappeared 23 years ago. Golly, I just can't imagine I that. can't either. April 7th, 2000 was the last time they saw Slim, who mm-hmm. was 54 gotcha. at the time. He went to the Bedford Food Lion mm-hmm. on Longwood Avenue with yeah. his friends. Yep, know right where that's at. And a short time later, someone called the police department saying Slim was missing, starting the beginning of an investigation, which still hasn't turned up any results or closure. Hmm. The uh, Bedford County Sheriff's Department says their department took over the case after it was determined he was probably never at the store the day he was reported missing and may have never left his Bedford County home alive. So really, what? just through the investigation and interviews, surveillance footage, the story's not lining up. Led us to believe he never arrived at the food line. So, okay, his friends, were they the ones that reported? Okay, mm-hmm. I'm, Yes. Interesting. Surveillance video they did get was grainy, mm-hmm. hard to see. Right. Hinton says the one thing it does show is that Slim was not with the man and woman who claimed he went with them to the store that day. The woman was initially cooperative. She actually gave a good interview, then later recanted her entire statement. Oh. Wow. I want is that is she still alive? Uh Bobby believes his dad isn't far from where he lived. We feel confident dad never made it off the mountain. I'm pretty sure he was murdered. Oh. Another obstacle uh, came when the main suspect died. Mm -hmm. But they say they're not giving up. They want to keep the story fresh in people's brains to see if they remember anything, if it triggers a memory. Mm -hmm. says there are countless theories about what may have led to Slim's disappearance, but they've never been able to pinpoint it. If you know anything about this man, if you remember anything from that time, Mm -hmm. you're asked to contact the Bedford County Sheriff's Office. So important that... You know, when something like that happens, that people go into action. And these these things do get solved. Mm-hmm. Make no mistake about it. Right. I, I mean, I you know, I listen to a lot well, of true crime. Some of the podcasts, yeah. people have solved some of these crimes Absolutely. that were 20 years old. Right. So it, it can happen. Yeah. It really wow. can. Well, speaking of that, Virginia State Police issued a 
critically missing adult alert as part of a search for an Augusta County woman. The Augusta County Sheriff's Office looking for Audrey Anderson. She's 58. She's black. She's five foot three hundred thirty pounds with brown eyes, black hair, according to investigators. She was reported last seen November the fourth, not that many days ago, at six a.m. at the Hidden Treasure Homes, at two o one Dodge Street in Augusta County. Uh, deputies are asking for any information. Please reach out to the Augusta County Sheriff's Department. They are trying to find this missing adult. Hmm. Okay. Sorry. The uh, there was another accident crash on Wintergreen Drive. They is this a car in a building again, or, no, or just a regular no, car? No, it looks like um, it, it looks like it was. Uh, wintergreen fire and rescue that responded and it happened according to firefighters because of the crash wintergreen police and fire managed to single lane traffic for about four hours Mm -hmm. Uh, they had closure for about an hour and um and they were able to kind of get it cleared up Mm -hmm. the uh moving truck crashed at about 4 30 and was fully loaded oh boy and there was a fuel leak. Oh, gee. So that was kind of a mess mm-hmm. for them to have to to have to deal with. You know, it, it takes such a, a special person to be a firefighter. Mm-hmm. I was talking about this with, with my husband this week. Um, his son went to, uh, is like a, was a federally, uh, I don't know what, what the classification, but he was a federal firefighter. He mm-hmm. went to, went to school passed the the highest test you could have first in right. his class and ended up not being a firefighter and do you know why why because waiting in between that dead time drove him crazy he said if we were fighting fires all the time oh okay and if there was stuff going on Just all waiting the time for that bell or that alarm to go off but the 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 waiting a day and a half or right. however long it said it just drove him crazy yeah wow. i never really thought about that yeah if you're not able to, you know, keep yourself occupied and, sure. and do, that would be, that'd be a little rough. Yeah. I would think. Well, you got to do stuff, you know, lift weights or, you know, and, he's, and he was I don't know. super young when, oh, okay. when yeah, that, yeah. When so that happened. Like energy. So perhaps he didn't, hadn't, didn't have those skills right. at that time. Sure. But I thought, yeah, I could see how that could be a problem. Yeah. And you don't really realize it until you go through it. And it's like, so if you oh, had all that time, I mean... What, what would you do? Would you like, I'm going to go find recipes. I've got so many things going on right. all the time. Sure. I would write. Right. I'd write music mm-hmm. or I'd write a play mm-hmm. or I would write a show or sure. I would cook mm-hmm. or, yeah. I mean, I, I don't have problems yeah. filling time, but I do have to constantly have something going. Mm-hmm. I am like that. Right. Now, are, can you chill like that? I, I <laughs> No. Because you're as bad as I am. I you am. say you're not. Well, I'm you almost are. as bad as you. I, I, don't, I don't, you know, um, I got to have something to do. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I you're do. You're either in your I shop do, or I the do studio. I know how to relax. I mean, I do know how to do that. I was forced to relax yesterday. Right. So I, I laid down for about two hours. As it, everyone it, it around nice. you was going, stop it. Stop it. Stop you know, it right slow now. Slow down. Remember, you know. Yeah. You got that whole thing where they wired your. Yeah. rib cage back together yeah, after we'd they like operated for that to on your heart. Stick around for a while. I would like to. Yeah. It's time for Janet's Five and Dine on the Morning Jam. Give her five minutes and she'll give you some great inspiration for a delicious meal tonight. 
Five and Dine is brought to you by our friends at FNL Market. They are cutting and grinding fresh meats every single day and working hard to keep their prices low so you can keep your food bill in check. Don't forget those 30th anniversary savings. They have them and you need to check them out. They also have a very special day for veterans coming up on Saturday Mm. where they get to take an extra 5% off. Uh, of their bill and if you sign up to be a vip savings club member you can get a a coupon in addition to that today's recipe is for a uh, grilled pork tenderloin tenderloin is one of the most wonderful proteins i think Mm -hmm. we cook them a lot Uh, because it's going to get up to 80 today you (laughs) might want to fire up the old grill there Uh, this is this is a really delicious tenderloin you're going to start um, with uh, you glaze, there's a glaze, there's a mojo, and then there's the the pork tenderloin. So you're going to make the mojo with vegetable oil, onion and garlic, orange juice and lime juice, uh, habanero, which you have to use your gloves for that. If you don't think you can handle habanero, you, you can use jalapenos, um, but it gives it a nice kick. Some fresh cilantro and cumin, and when you uh, after you you make that. You're going to uh, cook it down, soften the onion and garlic, add the citrus juices and the habanero, bring it to a boil, cook it till it's reduced by half, and then put in the cumin and the cilantro, salt and pepper. Then you're going to brush your pork tenderloin with oil, sprinkle it with salt and pepper, grill it for five to six minutes per side. Don't peek at it. (laughs) Then you're going to add the glaze, reduce the heat to medium, brush your pork with the glaze and flip it every three minutes uh, total glazing time, uh, that's the total time when you flip it. And then you're going to allow it to rest a little bit. And uh, then you're going to serve it by cutting it into to half-inch slices, drizzle it with that habanero uh, sauce that you made, mm-hmm. and then serve it immediately. It's delicious over rice. You you will need a rice or something to kind okay. of, of help you handle that heat. Right. And you control the heat by how much you put in there. Yeah, sure. But I will say, don't be afraid by the habanero because it's super delicious in this recipe i'm with you (laughs) find the recipe by going to facebook type in janet's five and dine it's brought to you by fnl market memorial avenue lynchburg before you fire up the coffee maker turn on the morning jam with janet and mark on the virginia talk radio network I come from a long line of Southern cooks, and one thing my mama always told me was ingredients matter. That's why I trust the experienced butchers at F&L Market, Lynchburg's only locally and family-owned independent grocery store. Their staff cuts and grinds fresh meats daily and will offer you the personal service you desire for everyday meals or special occasions. This week at FNL Market, save on 30-year anniversary sales. Duke's mayonnaise, 30 ounces, $3.99. Double Q salmon is two for $7. Fresh oysters are $8.98. Whole boneless ribeyes, $6.99 a pound. Fresh ground round, $3.98 a pound. And top round London broil, $3.98 a pound. Sign up to be a VIP Savings Club member. Text FL Market to 833-605-1804. Stop by FNL Market today, 2517 Memorial Avenue, Lynchburg. Their meat is a cut above. Life Hack Thursday on the Morning Jam. Morning Jam. You know, on Life Hack Thursday, we learn as much as you do with some of these. Now, some of these life hacks, I'm like, okay, that's a really good one. Others, I'm like, okay, 
<laughs> so, got a little I've bit of that. I've actually had to use some of these. I mean, they do come in handy. They can. Uh, setting your life's goals isn't enough on its own. Goals define what we want, but they also make us dwell on the future, making us less settled in the present. Hmm. Setting intentions, on the other hand, makes us more focused on the now and our values and sense of happiness rather than a sense of accomplishment. Today's uh, our life thought of the day. Mm-hmm. Life is under no obligation to give us what we expect. That's true. You got to make it happen. Uh, they say write yeah. out what you intend to be and feel this day, not just what you want to achieve. Okay. Things like I intend to smile more today or have more pleasant conversations mm-hmm. or compliment people more. Right. Um, also things like I intend to trust my judgment or I intend to live gratefully um, today. That, and I think that is probably a good one. Yeah. It's the next one that kind of gets me a little oh, bit. Okay. Politicians yeah. and actors use this one a lot. Dwight Schrute also uses it. Oh, well. It's called the mirror technique. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I can uh, see Dwight in the mirror. You use it to help build up your confidence. Yes. Set the tone of your intentions for the day and just to brighten up. Have an important meeting. Repeat your pitch lines and statements with different facial expressions and tones in your voice. Mm -hmm. Your brain will automatically pick up the ones most suitable when the time comes. Hmm. Getting out and about. Check yourself in the mirror like you normally would. Pause for a moment. Put a huge grin on your face. (laughs) Hold that expression and wish yourself a good day. It works like a charm. Does it? (laughs) One of, I think I was so a little silly. There's so many favorite Dwight Schrute moments, but right. one of them is when, remember when they all go up and uh, they're trying to save the company and they have question and answer. Right. And Dwight Schrute ends up giving a, like a speech, like a, a military. Oh, no, that's when he oh, that's won Salesman one? of the Year. Oh, that's right, where he pounds on, because they have to give the speech. That's right, I'm getting the two mixed up and, in my head. And Jim wrote a fake book. And he's basically quoting dictators right, through right. the whole thing. <laughs> and he's pounding on the like lec- lectern. Mussolini and Hitler. And <laughs> we will move forward. <laughs> we must go on. They will say to you. Yeah, that's a good one. I that's love a it. really funny the, one. The, the, the other one that I started with is I love how they all jump in the limo before they lose the privilege to, to right. go back home in the limo. <laughs> to, to escape. Yeah, that one is the one where somebody tried to cut in line. And he was like, nope, no one cuts in line. <laughs> He's very legalistic. Uh, you got to love you some Dwight Schrute. Yeah, you do. So I don't know if you would want to, you know, use those, but maybe, mm-hmm. maybe you would. And I have done that. I have like, ha- I have a lot of fake conversations with myself. Do mm-hmm. you do that? You did one the other day and I asked you, what are you doing? You go, I'm talking to yourself. I said, how's it going? You go, I'm, what did you, what was your uh, retort? I'm, I'm learning a lot. I'm learning a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Usually, this is like... I do talk to myself. After, and I do it in the car a lot. And especially when I rebuke myself. I I will rebuke myself out loud. Okay. When nobody's around. Yes. Dogs look at me like, are you yelling at me? (laughs) I didn't do anything. I'm over here laying down. All right. So here's one where it says, do you ever replay conversations in your head? Yes. Oh, I do. Gosh. I wish I had said this. Yes. Or I wish I see you had the fake conversation where you got all your thoughts together and you're just like laying it out there. Yeah. Yeah, I do, I, I, I do that. It's not very useful, but hey, you feel I'm, better. I can be my own worst critic. Yeah. Yeah, and then I have to say, quit beating yourself up. <laughs> Come on, man. Oh, you're getting down. So you're you're also your own uh, counselor. I, yes, I comfort myself. Yes. <laughs> well, you sent me home with those snickerdoodles yesterday. My wife says, Uh-oh. what is this? Uh-oh. I said, Janet, we're supposed to bring them to the cowboy church. And, and, and I forgot. And, and she to... forgot. So, uh-huh. so, so why are you bringing them home? Oh, dear. <laughs> 
So you could have one, honey. Is that what you told her? <laughs> well, something like that. I said, we could split one. You know what? Here's the, here's the irony. You just like, she folded the bag up and she put it like in the fruit basket, uh-huh. right? So she didn't get rid of them. I said, if you really feel bad, take them to work or something, right. okay? Right, Um And after we had dinner last night, I, was, I need something sweet. I mm. totally forgot about the cookies. I can't <laughs> believe I... I'm just remembering that oh, now. Oh, oh! You didn't have a Snickerdoodle. I didn't. I would have broken one in half. Are far worse things you can have oh, than a Snickerdoodle. Yeah, that, well, they're good. They're, yeah. I mean, people, these things are like three and a half inches in diameter. Yeah, if you they're have a cup of coffee, they're so delicious. Yes, they are good. So, the Department of Health and Human Services they've uh, they've rolled out a new policy. Did you read about this one? No. So, uh, the Heritage Foundation right says it violates employees' rights. Sure. And will result in firings for misgendering. Oh, you're kidding. No, oh, sir. Geez. We, stopped, right. we talked about this last month. Yeah. Where they started that in that one area mm-hmm. with whatever his her name is. Yeah. Him, her. Yeah. The Admiral. Yes. Um, so, oh, Rachel Levin. Levine, whatever. Yeah. Because this is what we were talking about, the health and human services. Mm-hmm. We actually yeah, talked she, about this a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, she is the assistant. She's second in line. I will not say she. I won't do it. Yeah, well. I would be fired. Uh, That's fine. Uh, Roger Severno with the Heritage Foundation, vice president for domestic policy and the former head of civil rights at HHS during the Trump administration, Mm -hmm. says uh, that uh, HHS has imposed a transgender pronoun mandate. Brother. Employees will be forced to deny biological realities with their own words or face firing. Wow. And he included a screenshot of email sent out to employees in the department. They have they have got this has got to go to the Supreme Court. We need to stop the silliness. Mhm. Yep. He uh, he said the first amendment protects federal employees from being required to speak falsehoods, being compelled to adopt a state approved ideology and requiring people to deny their faith. These policies would require all of these things. Right. All employee. This is a quote. All employees should be addressed by the names and pronouns they use to describe themselves. It says in the email, um, as stated, a part of its push for gender identity and non-discrimination guidance that says protects employees' rights and protections related to their identity. So, in January of twenty one, mm-hmm. there was two pushes, and then one in June of twenty two. They were framed as ways to combat gender discrimination. Okay. All applicants and employees should be addressed by the names and pronouns they use to describe themselves. Using correct names and pronouns helps foster workplaces free of discrimination and harassment. Right. Okay. This practice also creates an inclusive work environment where all applicant employees are treated with dignity, unless, of course, you're a Christian. And then then you're not going to be treated. You're going to be fired. Right. Yeah. Uh, and an unlisted YouTube video linked to the email employees last week features Secretary Levin, mm-hmm. Richard slash Rachel, right. who says, um, who you know yourself to be is valid. I guess that would be their truth, right? Right, their truth. Yeah. They say this Orwellian policy means that misgendering someone would qualify as violating anti-discrimination laws. It would get you fired. Mm. It also said employees can wear clothing and use restrooms based on what identity gender that they identify as. 
Men who identify as female has the right to get naked in front of female colleagues in the locker room. Locker rooms, bathrooms, doesn't matter. It, it is, it's so breathtakingly insane is what it is. Yes. I'm telling you. It's, it's pretty crazy. Well, what they're going to do it's before it's over, they're going to demand that you recognize their truth. Right. Speak my truth. Yeah. And not only not only do you have to, you can't just be silent about it. We're going to make you say it. Right. We're going to yeah. make you say it. Because I mean, that's, that's what their goal is always. Right. I don't know. Crazy stuff. Bunch of I don't think it'll hold up, though. We'll see. That's why I said get it to the courts. Let's just get it over with. Well, they're trying to, you know, get the Supreme Court, get them written up now. So who knows? So crazy.